Hey, dude. Hey, Greg. 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 <gasps> what, dude? What the hell, man? You can't hear me calling your name? No, man. I got the heavies on. Oh, you got the heavies on? I heard about those things, man. Those those new headphones engineered for metalheads with two frequency ranges and four drivers lets you hear metal the way it's meant to be heard. Oh, dude, can you imagine the nasty breakdowns on those things? Go to heavies.com and get you a pair, and make sure and tell them the dude sent you. First show. Okay, this is exactly... Who's going to go first? This is Who was your first show? Uh, no, I'll, I'll say... I'll start this way. That's why, to me, music... It's it's more than what Spicoli would say or whatever. It's a way of life or this and that. It's not a hobby. It's a way of life. Music to me is everything in this pizza world. Learn about Cuba. Yeah, music to me is everything in this world. And on a serious note, and no pun intended, to me to talk about it, this is a passion for me. And it's been. A, and in a strange way, what do you mean it's been? All Same. I know of you is exactly. Just that. That's all. What I. It's one of the very few things in this world that I love and enjoy. <coughs> and, I can say it's and, all three of our uh, in some form way. So my thing, it's, it's a focus point in all three my, of our my, lives, along with many others. But that's why we're here. We're talking about the first okay. experiences of music. What first show? My first show was Rush, December 6, nineteen ninety six. Only because I had good grades in elementary. My uncle said, hey, you get good grades, you can. I'll take you wherever you want to go. And I said, I want to go to a concert. Well, Rush is playing at the Dome. Cool. That's when fucking Neil Peart had the two drum sets that rotated and it had a 30-minute... So, so you obviously knew who the band Rush was. Not when I went to the show and the doors, no. You, you heard of Tom Sawyer or something like that. You knew who they were. After the show. So you went to a Rush show not hearing, not remembering not one song they've ever done? Never. So when your uncle or whomever said, hey, you want to go see a Rush show? Um, a dude playing bass with a big nose didn't pop in your head? The you only reason he took me to that one because that was coming up in the month that I took. A, you didn't take a Tom Sawyer. You knew nothing no, of Rush at all. I, I didn't. I was, I was wow, 11. That's, that's, that's cool, That's though. interesting as fuck right there. Yeah. Hey, so Rush, 96. That's the Test for Echo Tour, which you yep. obviously probably didn't know that and may still not know that, but... I know that was the Test for Echo. Test for Echo Tour. Um, what else do you got about that night? Do you remember anything from the show? I remember it, them being so small because of, in my eyes, of how big the dome was. We were high up. We weren't in the GA section. But they had an opening of Test for Echo. Like, it was just projections. And it was in space. And then it... Jason, do you remember the, the visual for that show? Because I know you were there. Uh, the opening visual? Because Rush always has some cool little ditty in the beginning. The visual, um, Rush, by then... They that was the first time they did the... the they an were, evening with Rush, where they're I, by themselves. Rush yeah, nobody was there. Yeah, they didn't have an opening act. Nobody was there, yeah, except for that. That was the first year they did that. Um, so I saw Rush the tour before in, what was it, 94 or 95, Jason? 94? I think it was 94. Yeah, it was the Counterparts tour. Um, that wasn't my first show, but that's when I saw Rush. Um, and they had Candlebox open up for them. 
Candlebox. So um, I got some stories about that one too. It's funny that that was your first show was the '96 rush. I was not allowed. Can I state that that, that was my first like official show? Because I had been to many shows at the Rabbit. Okay, so who? Those are shows, Those dude. Are local, though, like big names. That's what the I biggest was name say. I probably remember was at the Showcase Theater, and I saw Deicide. That's a show. That's <laughs> dude. What the fuck? That's a band. But that had to be like early, <laughs> uh, late '94, early. But I don't <coughs> like. I don't remember that. I remember that. Was that when they did uh, Serpents Serpents of the Light, or was that already? I like, can't tell you that. Cross? And that's what Jay hates that I can't tell you what album they had out but i can tell what year you did you go i don't hate it the only reason i know that is because uh, my cousin took me to go see lost was, innocence which what year did you go i can't tell you that so but it was serpents of the light was 97 once upon a cross was 95 so it's probably once upon the cross 95 yeah it's probably. probably once upon the cross because lost that's innocence. pretty dude that's a fucking show greg i wasn't allowed to rush in 96 although i saw him in 94 for some reason, my father thought it was inappropriate for me to go to a concert at that age, even though I was but that you were one, there two years, two years ago. <laughs> it was that. And, I, and I'd already seen Rush and Slayer before that. Mind you, he took me to go see my first show much earlier. It was that damn Marilyn Manson guy. <laughs> Marilyn Manson. All he wouldn't parents, have me to Marilyn Manson. That's what it was. All the parents got freaked out. They wanted to run away from rock and roll. That had a lot to do with it. Yes, it really it did. Had it really did. It I think my, my it mom... Had everything to do with no, it. No, it did. That, that, you're right, Jason. That Marilyn was exactly Manson why scared, I wasn't allowed to rush. Scared the parents. Chris Manson. So, see, you could always go on subject off subject, but it's on subject. All right. Rush 96, Greg. What else do you know? Who took you again? Uncle Bobby. Your Uncle Bobby. Bobby? You had good Bobby. grades. Took you, to a, took you to a rock show. What happened? But he didn't talk about Did you that. pee in your pants? He Did was... you get a boner? Did you eyes light up? Did you hear Working Man for the first time and thought I'm gonna go break rocks I heard Tom for, the seven for the first years? Time. Like what happened? And years. then he had a 15 minute drum solo Fuck with two yeah. sets that rotated. The, the God right there, the Professor, baby. Eleven to going on twelve. I'd probably, I don't know what I would think if I was you. So guess who I saw after that? When I was 11 and 12, I knew who Rush was. You told was. me, but I forgot. <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Yes. And then... The show I wasn't allowed to at Live Oak. And then... You go to all these shows that I wasn't allowed to. And then... Fuck! And then... You told me too, what, Pantera, I think it was? And what happened that night? Uh, you could tell the story. I met Dimebag that night. You met Dimebag, yes. And then after that... It was Pantera and who? Pantera... It was Pantera soiling green because Neurosis didn't show up. And Clutch, who I was on tour with. That's a weird one. That's a cool tour. So, Deicide and Rush, and then... Deicide, Rush, Manson, Pantera, Tool. We're, not, we're, we're talking about the first one. It had to be Deicide, because I, I was going to see a local band, but they were opening up for Deicide. Like, yeah. I didn't realize that That's that was cool, Deicide. That's pretty cool, though. That's kind of cool, dude. Once Upon the Cross era. Possibly. I don't know. For me, that's a long time ago. For look you, it, that's a long time well, ago. Well, look it up so. on Showcase Theater, San Antonio, Texas, 1995, DSI. It'll be up there. Yeah. Um, Jason, what was your show? You are, I, I already know. But I got too many to already think about. The first, where, where the first one you can remember. first Rush show? No, 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 no. First show that you can remember. <coughs> well, kind of the same thing, you know. 
I went to a couple outdoor events. I remember our parents were bikers. Well, they weren't bikers. We went to a couple outdoor biker events. I remember, I'll just throw this in there. I remember there was a Lover Boy cover band when I was in um, Longview, Texas with my parents. I was young, uh, third, fourth grade. But my first big show, and no insult to a good band that's not as big name, was Hart and John Cougar at, um, I want to say, I don't think it was the Freeman. It was either the Convention Center or Freeman. Uh, it was the Convention Center, though, is Hemisphere, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was then. So I believe that was, you could Google it or whatever you do, it was Hart and John Cougar. I was quite young. I remember, of course, I knew who Hart was and shit. Pretty girls that did Barracuda and all this cool rock and roll. The memories I do remember, that I do remember, I remember they rocked out. It was pretty heavy duty. I would assume it wasn't very much Dreamboat Annie stuff. Yeah. And I do remember for sure them doing Zeppelin, which from my understanding, they always did Zeppelin. They still Even do. though I don't like that, but that's, that's his they, first memory. They, they still do to this time, to this day. Well, dude, Anne and Nancy Wilson exactly. are, say, we're going, they're so good. Yeah, but see, let's stay, on so the, good. let's stay on the subject, though. So my first big show, even though I was... 10, I believe, 10 or 11 or something, I already knew my music. I knew who they were. I knew their big songs. <laughs> I went in there expecting rock and roll and knowing rock and roll, but I didn't, I don't remember a whole lot because I was kind of young and I'm old now. And John Cougar himself, I believe that was his name then, John Cougar, and that was around the same time who, I'm pretty sure he opened up unless I'm wrong. Of course, Hurt So Good and Jack and Diane and all that. I think I even have, I forget the name of the album, Something Fool or something. I have it. Everyone knows that. So that was obviously a big show. Um, I remember it was cool. Uncle Mark Warner took me. So Uncles, that's two uncles. Well, that's how it's done. You can't just get up and get in your car and go yourself. Not when you're that young. No, No, not at all. So that's why it's cool when you grow up and have good loved ones and friends or whoever... I mean, everybody. Well, I guess that's everybody's what music's about. Everybody, everybody my, loves music. My so. first show has an uncle story, but he didn't take me. My parents took me. I don't. I don't. I don't exactly remember because I get a little clouded. I was young, and I don't know who came first. You know, it's funny. I seriously doubt mom and dad went. Hey, let's go see Reba. No, <laughs> no insult towards Reba McIntyre well, or whatever. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't want to go see Reba. Somebody probably. What had was her big song? What was her big hit at that Sick time? Man, I don't even know. It exactly. My parents. Somebody had it. tickets to SeaWorld probably, but exactly. I don't remember if it was Reba or it could have been the fabulous T Birds or fabulous Thunderbirds. I guess either one. Our parents probably went. Oh, let's go see that. But the Reba story is the one that I definitely I'm remember the most. Up. <laughs> And it's kind of got an uncle segment. Like, my Uncle Bill lost me at SeaWorld, and I got lost. (laughs) And so in doing so, I got called out and kind of pulled on stage by Reba and was like, I don't know. I don't remember much. I was young. I was a kid. I was probably, what, six years old, seven years old. All I remember was being there. I remember getting lost. I remember crying. I remember an employee kind of coming up to me, and I had no idea what was going on. Next thing you know, I got pulled to the somewhere which you know being older was the i guess back backstage kind of area and the main thing i remember was i just saw big red everywhere big red hair (laughs) big sparkly red dress red lips and i remember this 
voice talking to me. And then the next thing I know, I a little boy named Wade Warner out here. And next thing you know, it was like, I don't know. Mom and dad both came up to me and they walked to the back and I got lost at a Reba McIntyre show at SeaWorld, Texas. I, I have no idea. Like, I don't remember a lot of it, but I definitely remember that. I remember the fabulous T-Birds because I remember the song Tough Enough and I remember Wrap It Up. Um, oh, that's cool. Um, I, I remember that and being older now, knowing that that's Stevie's brother, uh, Jimmy Ray Vaughn, that's, I don't know, that's kind of cool, I guess, to Dude, say. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely real um, cool to say you've seen them jam and shit. And then, of course, the first show, which, <coughs> Jason, it was your doings, was it Rush or Slayer <coughs> that came first? Uh, Rush. So, Rush was first. Counterparts tour. Yeah. Um, that was badass. I remember that one very, 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 very vividly. You know very good and well the whole story about you putting me on your shoulders and when they did Cold Fire, the huge flame shot out of the bolts on the side of the stage and I freaked out because of the heat and I got scared and I made you put me down. and That was at the time. freaking out on Alex Lifeson pulling out his double-necked guitar <laughs> during Xanadu and like just like in awe because I was seen it in the exit stage left video when I was a kid and I was like holy shit like this is right here in front of me like they're doing what were we second row third row like second actually yeah yeah so what, what row? second row the old Jake comes in that's even a funnier story <laughs> well, you that's know, even a better story that's yeah. his first show well brother Jake what was your first show was it Rush Garden <laughs> no, because Rush was first, but yeah. you were there when I got lost at Reba, so that was before uh, that. Technically, I guess that was. And you were there with me for the fabulous T Birds. That was at SeaWorld, yeah. Yes, so. That's a rockin' family, dude. The Rush one was fucking amazing. And the thing that was cool about it was, like, well, everything. It was. That was, in my eyes, Rush was my first show. I saw Reba, I got lost, I got pulled on stage or whatever, thought it was kind of neat, maybe, I don't quite remember, I think the Fabulous T-Birds might have been before, I don't know, one of my earliest memories of music that I recall when I think of this is driving around with mom and listening to the radio and hearing songs like um, the Beatles or like... Uh, I mean, people listening to this might not know what Kono is, but what used to be Kono, like the old Kono, where it was like the Motown songs, the old the 50s, the doo-wop yeah. kind of stuff, um, you know, uh, Stop in the Name of Love, and like like I said, the Beatles, and um, all that late 50s, early 60s music is all it was. Right. Because 70s was K-Zip, so it was you all like, it was like 60s and before. <laughs> Well, that's the only. Well, no, that's he, my earliest memory of music was driving around I would with mom. Think the I remember you guys jamming out and playing guitar, but I was too young to really kind of remember that. To Kyle, you're on Kyle's lap, and he was. I mean, I guess we could talk about when I dressed up like crisscross at school because I remember that. I mean, <laughs> but I was already a little older. I knew Kyle what music was. was. I knew it's like speak rush. I used to dance to rush. It's funny because he talked about driving with mom. And but I don't remember that, Jason. Like I don't remember my first words being rush no, like or Ozzy. That was your first music. You probably won't remember this way, but I thought it would have been in your room or in my room with us playing music. What you're able like to remember anything at all? I would thought it would have been with me. 
You remember listening sorry to the Inigata de Vida? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, I bursted your bubble, bubble. Man. I'm, th- I'm talking about the reality. My remembrance was with Bob being in had, a car listening to Kono. We had music fucking going. No, you didn't burst my bubble at all. That's crazy to think What's about. What's your that? earliest oh, music, yeah! Greg? Music like just dan- music. Dancing at the debuts to MC Hammer and all the freestyle stuff, like. And that's why he liked that stuff so much. Yeah, yeah that's totally cool. Yeah, like, no, it is. That's what's. Well, I like to. Play, there's nothing. It's, I like to play drums to it. It's now because wonderful. I'm like, wow, they're in the early. Well, because those dudes are beats like that. Those Whoa. dudes were bad. They were dude. sick. Yes. Yeah. Those are real studio musicians, and they're doing that music. Like it was bad. That wasn't digital stuff back then. That was like that, that was real stuff. It was like real the Beastie people. Boys before they got their DJ yeah. equipment. They were like a punk band. Yeah, and they weren't making it as much. They traded in all their equipment for turntables and a microphone. Two turntables and a microphone. So, so you're talking about like <laughs> you're talking about like MC Hammer and what like Jodeci and like Mariah Carey and like Vanilla Boys the Men. Boys the Men. Okay. Okay. Fucking. See, I remember and all then, that uh, stuff. I mean. Cranberries and Enigma came in there, <laughs> and then it was Metallica. Like, so you you must be Wade's age. I'm yeah, a little, a little older. He's about a year older. Okay. All right, Jason. God, I remember rock and roll. Ice Let's hear your out. intro to rock and roll music. What What's your earliest memory of music, dude? The earliest memory of music. Let's oh, hear it, dude. I'll do it. The earliest memory of being alive. Yeah. Okay, so. I mean, he was around, you gotta think, he was born in 71, so that's when, like, music was at his I biggest. understand it, because I know it all, but let me hear the story. Let him say it. It's actually kind of very personal, and I don't want to always just share it. I love you, Jay. All right, what's <laughs> no, your I second? I don't want to share it. <laughs> what's your second? Okay. Then I remember music as long as I... The, the way I look what about at it, oh, wait hold on I will finish <laughs> the way I look at it it is, the time, <laughs> it is the time frame of what's happened in music <laughs> I remember music as long as I remember being as far as back as remembering of being alive basically what most of it is what three four possibly five there could be some like Beato's kids you know I don't know if they remember learning what they did they, they listen to music at birth yeah which we yeah, all have, <laughs> which we all have to an extent. Oh, extent. <coughs> which we also have good as well. Plug, good plug. Ever since we were born, that's what I was saying. Like music, um, I do remember the whole Chicago thing, the band Chicago mm-hmm. being in the back of a car, which is a very, very similar story, I'm sure, to many, and especially um, Miles Kennedy, and whoever don't know who he is, he's amazing or whatever. He's great. He said almost identical story about being in his parents, I think, Red Station Wagon and first hearing Elton John. Okay, the guy's about my age as well. That was the killer of beautiful music at that time. I remember Elton John. To me, Elton John was a household name growing up. I remember that dude. Remember what he looked like? I knew he sounded amazing. So that's my memory of like music like that. Chicago was definitely one of them, being in the backseat of a car. And I'm not going to try to sing it. It's called If You Leave Me Now. So, do you remember what you were listening to when you were driving around with, and you are in the backseat flipping everybody off? <laughs> he, was like, he was like two or three years old and he was in the backseat flipping everybody okay, off. Honestly, honestly, that type of music, of course, my early memories of that, more than likely what was probably big on that radio at that time. And 
that is the love of what's well, so different about that than me listening to music with mom in the car here and doo up and shit. I thought you would have probably heard heavy metal music coming out of a room that you would remember that probably more than being in a car. Yeah, but we we're never allowed in the room. But so it was like we always it. heard it, but like oh, I mean, that's a good we statement. were young, we didn't we that's knew it was heavy statement. metal. We knew it was heavy metal, but okay. we didn't know who it was. I guess or if what it makes we you young. feel better, I don't know which was first. Listening to Doo Wop in the car with mom or remembering uh, a Slayer cassette tape where Tom Mariah talks about eating maggots out of a pussy or something, and it's like a live tape. <laughs> that's inappropriate talk. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about. Know, it's it's Captor of Sin or whatever the song is that he does. Bootleg tape that I had. So I don't know which one was first, but like okay. Garbage. So I guess Grandma got mad at me. And no, like, <laughs> I don't know. What. You already probably saw Rush by then. What I'm saying. <laughs> See, this is why. I mean, I was young. That's my this point. Is why, this is why it is. A, I was it, a kid. This is beautiful to share our our experience with music with strangers or who. <coughs> whomever would whoever wants to hear but that's why I whoever it. wants to hear well see this is like to me this isn't a joke this is something I take yeah. very very passionate about so we I all love. think that way and of course music. we could laugh and he he and talk about it there's nothing wrong with that but what I'm saying is music is fucking it's amazing so the earliest memory the, the, to the, mu- uh, music well, it was at that I mean I guess we age. could transition in the earliest memories in the rock and roll music but early, for someone like Jason all there was was rock and roll music <coughs> well there Greg was, you kind of already said my, it went my, from this to this to this which was rock and roll music and since I grew up with hippie semi biker stoner parents and a brother that was in the heavy metal all I knew was rock and roll music myself yeah so yeah. uh, I guess yeah. that, this day. I guess that covers our intros in the rock. No, <laughs> like I, that does that. Well, hold on for a second. Okay, let's talk. Same about with that. Jake. I mean, we're all three brothers, so we all have the same. We're, okay, for shit. one, for one, we're not supposed to talk over each other. What we're gonna say is that if your music, I'm not saying rock this that. Also, at that age that I was growing up in, I to me it sounded amazing, and I was very fond of disco, and to this day I still am. Laugh at it all you want. Well, I love this area you grew up in. Exactly. Laugh at it all you I want. I like it, and I'm way older than Okay, that, I could say this. Laugh at it all you want. I think it sounds fucking cool. Super cool. You know, it fucking... It made freestyle. Well, it rocks. When I was a kid. The Bee Gees. Yeah, it it fucking rocks. The Bee Gees are talented. What about... Voices are amazing. What about one of the first albums you bought that you remember? That's another topic. Ooh. We're still talking about the. No, we're the game ta- we're music. we're moving on, dude. We are. It was Christmas, oh, okay. and I said the game must okay, the show go. must go on, baby. Yeah, I said keep rolling. I want all Let five. Let the tape I want all all first five. album you remember getting. I want all Whether you five bought Pantera albums, mom, for Christmas. And at, you got them at Sam Goody. We're talking Cowboys from Hell. All of them. Vulgar. Far Beyond Driven. All Southern Trim Kill. And already reinventing still. No, no. couldn't have been. Not even 101 was put out. Yet. Not so even what Southern Shrimp Kill. You're talking about what, Power Metal and all no. that before? What? Uh, okay, uh, four, I guess. Sorry. Okay, I'm just... Yeah, yeah, no, they I'm just Cowboys wondering. Hold on, Cowboys, Vulgar, um, Far Beyond... And Southern Shrimp Kill. And Southern Shrimp okay. Southern Shrimp okay. came out in the... 96. Ni- yeah, I'm yes. going to say it's in the mid-90s. So those were your like first ones that like were like... Whether if you bought them or not, those were like your first ones you remember getting that were like your, your albums. These were your... CDs for and us. I still but buy them at fucking half price they're stores. They're CDs, yes. For, it was CDs for me too. Jake, what was yours? <coughs> I don't remember, but I can guarantee you it was a cassette, I'm sure. Because you used to even be able to go to the gas station and buy oh, badass cassettes. Oh, you just reminded me of something I wasn't going to say. 
Remember, like, because I know we would go to the gas stations and buy cassettes all the time. I remember like, that, we'd too. road trip to Austin or whatnot, but... Well, do you remember what um, you got? No, I don't remember. It probably was something very corny like Vanilla Ice, to be honest. Oh, like when they didn't steal my brandy CD? <laughs> but, because you get Vanilla Ice came out when I was probably in third, fourth grade, and I mean, and it was cool, cause, especially because I was into cars, and MTV was a thing, so when I saw the video and he had a Mustang, I'm like, oh... Like that's that's a badass car right there. So I was already drawn to that, but okay, um, it was probably been a lot, but a lot of it too. Like we would make our own tapes by recording off the radio. Because yeah. he was white. But I'm not talking about that. I'm <laughs> talking about the first <laughs> that I actually. <laughs> whether if you bought with your so money, it, that's it even cooler. Been, it would have been Columbia House for sure. <laughs> Twelve CDs for a dollar. Twelve CDs City, for a penny. a penny. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and it. On, and I can remember uh, 311 was one of them. I remember that. Um, Dave the, Matthews the blue Band. One, the blue 311 Enigma album. and all them were on there? Um, who else did I get? I got a bunch of CDs, and I actually still have a couple of them. And, I uh, think you got the Alice in Chains with the dog on I it. I did. I got the Alice in Chains. I remember that. Um, dun, dun, dun. Dude, that was a heavy fucking album. That was great. I'm sure I got a Metallica. I probably got Ride the Lightning or Injustice for All because I really do like Injustice for All. That was a good album. That was the last good album. More to um, come on that. Going back to like when early freestyle shit, now that I'm thinking before I even started liking music, the first thing that got me thinking about music was Criss Cross, but it was a fucking... It was a... Daddy Bugs, Mac make you want to what? It was a Bugs Bunny... Tasmanian Devil yep. shirt. Yep, and I they were crisscross. And they were crisscross. They were so, crisscross. Like, yes. And was on like, the backside, it had them the yes. right way. Yes, I, we had it too. <laughs> so like so, I was I, like you know talking about that. That's that first memory of music going into my world. I well, think see, that, I shared a room with my cousin. Yeah, I remember was, that shirt, dude. That's so funny. I share. I had to share a room with my cousin, and she was already in high school, I believe, and I wasn't. I don't even think I was in school yet. And that's all she listened to was freestyle. That's all she listened to. So, like, when I hear that, that's what I think of as being a little kid, having my room, but being decorated with all this girl shit and sharing a room with my teenage cousin that was a girl, you know? like. But freestyle, like, yeah, that, I always think of freestyle right here. That's what I think of. What was one of your first albums you remember getting? Jason, Ooh, me? That you yeah. bought, yeah. I Whether if you bought it or mom bought it for you, Whether you, you bought it, stole it, <laughs> borrowed, like... Oh, <laughs> I'm not talking about like a mixtape or anything. I'm talking like, wow, like, this is mine, and I, like, I got this. Like, I love this. Like, what was it? Okay, first of all, I wasn't like Greg. My mom didn't go and buy me fucking four albums at one time. That's a lot of money. Yeah, no, right. they just bought you a Flying V. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about that. So, anyways, <laughs> basically, you want to fucking know? Yeah. Yes. All right. So, anyways, Barlow was cool. There was a stack of albums there, and he asked me, told me to pick some out that I wanted. I went for real, and so I picked out Judas Priest, Elise in the East, which is one of the greatest live albums of all time. Um, Black Sabbath, we sold our soul for rock and roll. Funny story about that, I didn't open up the inside. When I did, it scared me, so I really didn't <laughs> want it. Okay, the other one was Judas Priest, um, Stained Class, and Rush 2112. Wow. In that so, one so, night. So fucking top that. 
Great. Mom, can you go buy me all the Panteras? <laughs> well, I mean, the Panteras are great, but Pantera wouldn't be Pantera without some of those albums. Well, so whatever. whatever. We're not going That's there. a whole so other that, topic. But so, and probably... loves me because that, it was Pantera like, that I chose. Those are, those are... Oh, Pantera, dude. Right? That's All right. So, you, like, can't, you can't top those because even to this day, those albums have still not been topped. Okay. So wait, as those being even, your first, like, fuck, look at these records yeah, that I on, have. Yeah, like, hold on. This will. This that's is why you're here talking. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, yeah, that's why you're here talking. Exactly, and so this is very important as well. So that was the time frame of that, and I was given some vinyl. So mom pulled out a stereo turntable, whatnot. But for some reason, I don't know why I didn't use that vinyl. And so later on, when you're talking about getting um, cassettes or whatnot, there was the Kroger's down the road. And I'm pretty sure Grandma bought me those. I still had an 8-track tape, even though 8-track was almost going to be out. And this could give you a time frame, too. Blizzard of Oz came out, and that was my first kind of... I consider that kind of my real deal. I had Blizzard of Oz on 8-track, and I played and listened because it would continue going and going and going. I think it did, right? It would just click over to the next song. And so I would... When that came out, so I was introduced to Priest and all that, and then, of course, Randy Rhodes. That Blizzard of Oz released in September of 1980. Everybody knows when it was released. Yeah. Okay. September 80. 20th, 1980. I thought it was 81. Wow. No, I don't think it was released in 80. Well, Google's lying. <laughs> it was out in 80? Maybe. Yeah, it says September 20th, 1980, because I, well, I, I was curious. I know they had all that. When Blizzard of Oz just did its 40th. I mean, not Blizzard, Diary. Just did its 40th. Okay, I mean, no, then, like, yeah, because I just turned 40, so that's... Okay, and you were born in December of 81. Yeah, though. so okay. that would have been a year after the uh, Blizzard of Oz. that's not what we're talking about. I, like you said, those albums can't be topped, man. Um, we weren't talking about that. We're talking about our first... Albums that we got. That's what I mean. Those ones, the ones you named, they can't be topped. The 2112, Stay in Class. Uh, uh, what was the Sabbath one you said? I'm sorry. Uh, See, the neat thing about that, though, I already knew who these I bands were. Um, I, I already knew. I picked those albums out. I knew who they were. I even knew some of the songs on those albums. That's how cool I was. So, so yeah. for me... Because of my family. I guess the first because one I remember, well, what I was originally going to say was, I remember buying with my own money. I bought The Great Southern Trend Kill, Deftones Adrenaline, and Scott Weiland's 12 Bar Blues CDs all the same day. Um, that was the ones I bought with my own money. Jake wow, just reminded me lot of that... Uh, Somebody bought me a Counterparts cassette tape one time at the mall, uh, and I thought that was probably the coolest thing at the time, just because I loved it, it was new, I didn't go see him at the show yet, but I was a huge, totally in the rush, and it was like... I remember that. <laughs> an eight-year-old kid asked his grandmother to buy him a cassette tape, and she didn't know what it was. I remember that cassette she tape. She didn't actually. like her grandson, but she got it anyway. So that was actually pretty cool, yeah. I guess. Um, so really, I guess the first one that somebody got me that I can remember was Counterparts on cassette. Uh, and that came out, obviously, I think in 94 it was. But the ones I bought was Southern Trinco, Adrenaline, and... 
Scott Weiland's 12 Bar Blues, which to this day I love all three of those, but you can't top Scott Weiland's first solo album, man. That is some remarkable stuff.